Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi everyone, Sean Healy, personal development educator and NLP trainer here, and welcome to episode 125 of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast intended to offer tips, tools, and strategies to help us have the most effective life and relationships that we possibly can. So um, welcome to today's episode, episode 125, entitled Three Strikes and Out in Relationship. Um Sometimes I, I guess where this what this episode is looking at is if you've ever had the experience of kind of thinking that your relationship was on a stable footing and then all of a sudden your partner splits up with you, um, or a friend or or a family member comes to you and they're deeply hurt and deeply mystified because they thought that their relationship was solid and going along fantastic, only to find out that their 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 partner was on the uh, their their last legs, deeply frustrated, um, deeply resentful, and we had no idea that that's where they were. And then all of a sudden, bang! Um, what seems to us like a minor transgression is the straw that broke the camel's back for them. And then all of a sudden, uh, much to our surprise, we're we're single um, and significantly shaken because our interpretation of what the reality of and, and the state in which the relationship was in, we find out in very uh, with very harsh feedback that that was not the case at all, that our partner's experience is very, very different. So I wanted to do this episode around how important it is that when our relationship takes a hit, when um, that we that we communicate to each other that that has been the case. Um, if we look at kind of entering into a business environment, it's, it's you know, in a lot of businesses, um, what, it, what is and what isn't acceptable in the, in the culture of the business is communicated, the idea of the standards of expectation and performance, these things are, you know, clearly spelt out. And if there's any transgressions, oversights or mistakes that are made, um, then there tends to be a, you know, some sort of warning system. Maybe, you know, if you're in a business culture where you get, if you get three written warnings, your employment is terminated. So these are transgressions that are considered significant enough that they've put a dent in your reputation inside the business, but not so significant that they've put you out or put you out yet. But you know you're not on solid ground anymore. And that means you have an opportunity to change, correct, and modify your approach or work a little harder for the purpose of if you choose to stay working in that business. Um, and it's the same with relationships. Often the amount of times when I talk to couples, in particular couples in business, but couples in general, who've fallen apart and one of them had no idea just how fragile the relationship was because they transgressed a couple of times before, not significant enough to cause a breakup, but but also that it, it, it left a dent, it left a mark, it left a wound, and that was not communicated to them. So they were merrily going along thinking everything was fine when potentially they should have been moving a lot more cautiously or continuing to work 
on, in healing and repair mode. Um, so it is vital that we, um, and I and I recommend that couples kind of do this early when you're in your early negotiations, or even people have been together for a long time who are now sitting down to look at kind of recommitting, um, which you know at minimum, given the pressure on modern relationships and that one in every two long-term relationships will not go the distance, I think more now than ever before we need to be having these relationship meetings. We need to be checking in, renegotiating the way we're spending our time, how much together time, how much individual time, how much time with other people, how, how, are, we, how are we spending our play time, sexual and non-sexual, how are we spending our money. Um, there, there are a lot of key factors to negotiate and continue to revisit and renegotiate um, as time goes by. Modern relationships are too uh, challenging, too diverse, and there are too many external distractions to think that you can get in a relationship, sit back and cruise, and everything will be fine. Um, this idea that love alone and fantasy alone will drive us through, you know, movies have a lot to answer for in those cases. Um, and even in a lot of movies where you see couples in deep crisis and somehow they turn it around and then everything's magic and renewed. Um, that is unfortunately more often than not just a fantasy. Sometimes relationships take long, consistent, hard, dedicated work to recapture the space we once had, or in effect, the relationship moves to a deeper level and it, it changes into something deeper, more real, more integrated and more complete. But it doesn't come without some suffering and without some commitment by two people to realize that they are part of an us now and they've committed to being an us, not an I. So, this means um, that we have to be on top of the the relational state. Um, so, and it, and you know we're not perfect. So once in a while, you know we we might inadvertently wound or hurt our partner, or they will do it to us, and it will be so deep, not so bad that we will we'll step out. Um, but we may have to. We might be harmed enough to have to make a conscious choice to stay in. Um, and that's, you know, there's a strike. Um, and if we're not making an appointment with our partner to communicate that, then we are really um, risking our relationship long term. We're really risking much bigger hurt. If I'm trying to avoid a little bit of pain for my partner and hurt for my partner by not having that discussion, um, we are far more likely to end up creating a lot more pain for both of us um, if we're not going to do that. Um, so, Better to have that challenging conversation than risk not having it and our partner moving along blindly and naively without the chance to correct and adjust and they're not given the opportunity. So that if we, and again, I, I very much like the, um, the philosophy of Dr. Pat Allen, who's you know a seminal relational expert um, on this idea of whenever we're having challenging conversations, we make an appointment with our partner to do that. We don't just simply launch in. Oi, I want to talk to you about something where you you know you really hurt me. Um, uh, what we want is the opportunity for our partner to get into a space of preparedness because that maximizes the chance that we'll be heard effectively. So we're making an appointment to have a challenging discussion. I'm wondering when it would be convenient for you to um, hear me talk about what happened the other morning and how painful I found that experience to be or something along those lines. But we're flagging to our partner. We're, we're, we're showing them respect 
um, by making an appointment to talk about them, which allows them to at least get somewhat prepared that something is coming rather than ambushing them, which is more likely to throw them into defence or make them want to kind of run away. Um, we're prepared that, you know, they've got, a, they've got a, a heads up that this is going to be somewhat tricky. Um, and uh, so then we're giving them, like I said, we're giving them the maximum chance to hear us. We're having a chance to prepare ourselves. We're making sure that we communicate that as calmly and non, you know, um, uh, we're not lashing out and making things worse, but in the best possible way, we're talking about, um, you know, I, I want to say that what happened the other day and the way you spoke to me, I understand you were upset and it probably wasn't intentional, but I was deeply hurt by what you said. And I want you to know I consider that to be a strike. What, what do you think about that? What do you feel about that? Um, over to our partner to, but at least it gives our partner a chance um, to be able to do something with that. Because um, it's very, very difficult if we do not have all the information to be able to hope, how can we hope to succeed in relationship if we, if we, we don't have access to everything we know? Relationships are demanding, complex, tricky. Um, there's so many extra, you know, distractions from the external world. Um, we would not dream of letting somebody continue on their way in the business, in a business, um, if they were not doing what was expected in the culture. Um, we, we would make, we would set up a, a meeting and we'd give them the feedback and worst case scenario, we'd give them a warning. But at very least, I know where I stand. I have a chance now to do something about that. I, I know what kind of ground I'm actually on. Um, it's not easy, but I think it's a lot easier than just, you know, blindly hoping that somehow our partner will figure it out. Um, and again, as I say, we're, we're not we're not perfect. We're going to make mistakes. Most of them will be accidental, um, you know, based off our, our upbringing, based off our personality, based off um, the culture we grew up in, and what we what we deem to be okay and not okay, based off the things that trigger us. So you really help yourself by when you're negotiating in the early stage of a relationship around how you're going to spend your time, your money, your energy, um, all of these kinds of things. You also factor in this idea that there are certain bottom lines. Um, and so that we are, you know, we, we know what where, where the fence is, so to speak. We know where the, where, where the, the no-go zone is. Um, so that we don't accidentally blindly stumble into it. Um, or if we know we've accidentally crossed the line, maybe we, you know, we, we, we took, you know, drugs and alcohol one night and did something silly. Um, like I said, maybe we were triggered by something and lashed out at our partner. Um, maybe we had an affair. Um, I, again, I'm not telling people what bottom lines to have, but you have to have an idea of what your bottom lines are. Um, you, I think you need to, you know, as a couple and you, if you want the, the, op, you know, the maximal opportunity, if you want to put safeguards in place to maximize the chance that you can continue to build something strong together, that those things have to be communicated and that we bring this idea of, of, you know, this awareness of emotional strikes into our relationship to go at some stage, I hope you and I never get there. But at some stage, if I do something that warrants you issuing me a warning or a strike, 
that you will do that so that I have every chance to correct and repair and get our relationship back to where it was. Um, and I will do the same for you. So we're doing this not for so much just for ourselves, but for the relationships, you know, the, the again, it's another safeguard for optimizing the chance that our relationship will be a success. So if there's been a transgression, we're making sure that we communicate that, we're making sure that we talk about that, and we might even talk about what repair and recovery from that might look like. And here's what it would look like to, to let, you know, here's what I'd have to see in order for us to get back to where we were. Um, and if this is done in an effective manner, this this doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing. This can actually help us to move into an even more deeper and intimate um, and sensual place in the relationship. This can take the relationship to another level, not, not necessarily that it's going to blow it apart. Um, so we can't avoid these. We can't avoid these conversations. We need to be proactive in them and we need to ideally you know, otherwise, again, if you don't communicate a strike, your partner said something that really hurt you, you don't communicate that because you can't, you know, you're worried about causing pain. If we can't cause pain to others, we are going to cause pain to ourselves. And and so if you sit on it, you stew on it, you, you and that creates resentment in you, then you can lash out in passive aggressive ways that have absolutely nothing to do with what you're actually angry about, which just adds more confusion and damage into the relationship. Or you chew on that resentment and you find that that starts to eat away at your desire and your passion for your partner. Um, better that we talk about these things, talk about how to get over them, um, continue to talk and be open that this might be a bit of an ongoing conversation, but I think you really, really help yourselves if when the relationship starts or even if you've been together for a while and you want to continue to keep your relationship strong and build, you can, you know, you can add this idea in and discuss this idea with your partner at any stage to go um, and talk about couples that you know that didn't have this methodology in place and look where they ended up. Um, you only have to look over the fence once in a while to see, you know, we all know, um, I would imagine, we all know, well, possibly we all know, um, couples who you know, transgressed, you know, either intentionally or unintentionally. And it was bad enough not to end the relationship, but it put a dent in it and probably started to um, send the relationship in a direction you could look back and go, they never got over that particular moment. Um, but chances are, if it was never communicated, um, or I complained about my partner's behavior to my friends, you know, I, I brought my friends into the, you know, and created a triangle dynamic, by bitching to them, but I never spoke directly to my partner. Um, we, we've got to give ourselves every chance, and and that includes if a relationship is going to stay healthy, then we need to be able to have those challenging. Um, we need to have good fight form. We need to be able to talk about the things that are challenging. Otherwise, um, you know, we're, we're we're highly vulnerable. We're highly vulnerable that something will. Some uh, behavior will end up imploding the relationship or we're vulnerable to a third party coming in and attracting either us or our partner out. So if there's things that um, mistakes have been made, uh, behavior we found really painful or comments we found really painful, then we need to be making an appointment with each other, sitting down and talking about those. 
Um, and if you are the one who's transgressed, you might be wise to get on the front foot with this and go, listen, I, you know, that mistake that I made, what is has that been significant enough that in your mind that's a relational strike? That's an that's an emotional strike on on me and on the relationship, uh, because like I say, if you if you're serious about making your relationships last, I, I think you would want to know, so that then you can talk about well what might you need to see from me that can help me repair. Sometimes it's just a, just the validation and general acknowledgement. I'm really sorry that you know um, that that caused you pain. Where where to from here? Um, there's a lot more we could say about this particular topic, but um, I'll probably leave it there. Um, I, I think it's a handy tool. I think it's a handy tool to to have. And like I said, you know, it's it's something that you add into the structural framework to add strength and integrity um, to your relationship. Um, and paradoxically, when we 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 add these these elements in that help the foundational strength of our relationship, this frees us up for even more passion and freedom in the relationship because we know where we stand um, as a couple. So um, there you go. Hope you enjoyed the uh, episode. Um, customary close off. Um, as always, those of you who've been following along for some time, thank you so much. I really appreciate you uh, listening and your support and and using some of your precious time to listen to these episodes and as always really like i said profoundly grateful and hope that you're continuing to get value out of them if you've just joined us welcome um hope you've enjoyed the episode if you want to continue to support the show please go to itunes download subscribe and leave a five-star review as it makes it easier for others to find the show and additionally um, the show is available on Stitcher, Podbean, other podcast mediums, and at the website, emergencetraining.com.au. Also, you're welcome to pop across to YouTube. Check us out there, the Sean Healy Relationship Resourcing Series. Um, please dro drop across, join us, subscribe, um, and check us out on that format. And if there's anything that you're interested in knowing about me, about what I offer, or you've got some ideas for episodes, then please uh, reach out, say hi, and visit the website at emergencetraining.com.au. Hope you've enjoyed the episode. All the very best in your relationships. I wish you every love, joy, and success. And until we're with each other on another episode, bye for now.